there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host today, and today we are in episode 67.2, and this is Exodus chapter 14. So welcome once again, and thank you for joining me today uh, in uh, the daily reading of God's Word. Uh, This is Leap of Faith Podcast, and we do this one chapter a day five days a week. So if you're new, if you just found us on, you know, wherever uh, venue that you're, uh, or platform, whatever, uh, that you're listening to your podcasts on, and you just happen to find us, which that's, I don't find that that's just a happenstance. I think that it's uh, God uh, putting us in your path. So, you know, so go with it. Uh, But we read the Bible one chapter a day, five days a week into the world, uh, we don't want to uh, give anybody the uh, impression that we are Bible scholars or, you know, Jeremiah and I have never been to seminary. Uh, we are, are not theologians, but what we are are, uh, you know, Christians who want to just get to know God better and get the word out to everybody else and help you to feel like it's not such a daunting task to read the Bible. So, uh, and it's not one chapter a day. It's, you know, we're not on a a sprint. We're not trying to get there fast. We're just trying to read through the Bible. Uh, It's a marathon for us. We just, we're just going to keep reading uh, until we've gotten through it. So uh, just um, don't feel like it's uh, this like heavy burden that you have to do. It's not, it's so wonderful to read God's word. And we just read it one chapter at a time. We, you know, talk about what we think that God's uh, saying in that particular chapter for the day. And we always invite anybody who might know a little bit more than we do uh, to send us a message about it. We, you can instant message us on uh, Facebook. You can send us an email at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Uh, either Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org or Jeremiah. Uh, and, you know, tell us, you know, if you found something different, if you found some more information out. Always interesting to hear what other people have to say. So sometimes we get people out there making comments on our Facebook page, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, are, are not always positive, but everybody has an opinion and uh, we try to address it and, uh, as godly a manner as we can and you know and you know we're only human so we do the best we can uh, but today is motivation Monday I'm sorry I don't mean to run off on that uh, and so we'll give you a verse of the day for that and coincidentally it's very interesting what the Israelites are going through right now uh, is kind of a, a marathon so they're they're kind of trying to get the heck out of Dodge And so it kind of fits today's uh, verse of the day. I will open us up in prayer, and then uh, we will uh, read the verse of the day, and then we'll read our reading for the day. Uh, And again, uh, let me just say this real quick. I'm sorry, I know I've gone in for three minutes here, but uh, this is the Bible that we're using. So if you're new to our Bible study, and uh, it's not any better, any worse than any other uh, Bible, Bible out there. Uh, there's many different translations. We just particularly like this one because I feel like it's it's easy to read. It's easy to understand. Uh, it's also a daily walk Bible where if you actually wanted to do it their way, you're reading two or three or sometimes four chapters in a day. 
and it's, that's also a good way to do it too. Uh, but at the beginning of their, you know, chapters, if there's like three or four chapters, there's an overview that kind of tells you a little bit about what you're about to read. And so that kind of helps you to interpret what it is that God's trying to tell you as well. So I encourage you to read that. Uh, I don't generally read it because uh, we want to just dive right into uh, the chapter, um, you know, for time's sake. Uh, everybody's sort of in a time crunch, it seems, all the time. Not that we're trying to rush through it, because we're not. You don't want to rush through God's Word. You want to understand exactly what it is He's saying. So let's pray, and then we will read our verse of the day and then our chapter. Holy God, mighty God, we come to you with grateful, thankful hearts always. We know that you are the great provider. We know that you are uh, taking care of us, watching over us, blessing us. Uh, you attend to every need that we have, and we're so thankful for that. Uh, we want to be in your will, doing it is what it is that you want us to do, and following your instructions. Uh, first and foremost, by reading your word. Uh, but we are most thankful, most grateful for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross and we are thankful for the gift of salvation and the promise of eternity with you. Your grace is sufficient, Lord, we know that. And you you are so graceful towards us uh, and our inadequacies. We are so far from perfect. And we know that we can't be perfect, perfect enough to get into heaven, but it is through the blood of Jesus that gets us there. Uh, Lord, I'm grateful for those out there who are listening or watching. I pray blessings over every single one of them, uh, their families, their friends, whatever their needs are, Lord, we ask you to bless them and our own families uh, and friends, Lord. We also ask you to, uh, if it's your will, we want to grow this ministry. We ask you to send more listeners, uh, whether it's through word of mouth or uh, sharing on whatever social media it is. Lord, we just want to get your word out into the world. So uh, we want to be in your, um, in your will and doing what it is that you want us to do. Lord, uh, we invite you into this time in your word. Bless it, anoint it, and uh, reveal to us what it is that you want us to learn from today's reading. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I've made it past the 66-minute mark here, which is good because this is like the fifth time that I've tried to try doing this uh, episode, and it kept shutting me down. So I'm going to get into it, and I'm going to keep an eye on the timer, make sure that it's going. Uh, but today is Motivation Monday, and uh, like I said, this kind of goes with what we're reading today. Uh, it is 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. <clears throat> Do you know in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Let me just say, the Israelites are in the run for their lives, and they are in a race, and they are going to run, you know, as if they want to win, uh, and they want to get the prize. The prize is, you know, going back to Canaan and living in the land of milk and honey. So um, that's the prize, the, the land that God... Uh, promised them. So uh, for us, uh, 
in this moment in time, uh, this is January and we are at the beginning of the year. Everybody is so hopeful for a wonderful year. They want to start dieting. They want to start exercising and I'm pointing the finger back at myself and uh, maybe, you know, you get three or four weeks into it and oh, I could skip a day here. I don't feel like going. I'm so tired. Okay. That tends to happen. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I, as for me, I'm going to say it out loud. I haven't even started yet. Haven't even started getting back on my treadmill. It's been rainy. It's been wet. It's been cold. And I don't feel like doing it, but I have to. So today I am going to get out there and I'm going to get on my treadmill. Even if it's for 15 minutes, I'm going to do it. Uh, my, my Fitbit is set for a hundred, uh, I'm sorry, for 10,000 steps. I'm not even close to it, but I'm going to try and get there today. So, so run the race as, uh, in the way that you, you know, as to get the prize, you know, and whatever that goal is for you, whether it's, you know, a uh, stronger body, uh, you know, leaner body, whatever it is, you know, losing weight. If you messed up today, don't worry about it. Get back on and start doing it tomorrow. It's okay. If you ate a cookie today, don't eat it tomorrow. It's okay. Just Try it again and don't beat yourself up. So that's the verse of the day. Uh, today, again, we are chapter 14 in Exodus, and this is episode 67.2. So let's read about the Israelites getting out of Dodge. <clears throat> then the Lord gave these instructions to Moses. Order the Israelites to turn back and camp by Pi-ha-hirath, between Migdal and the sea. Camp there along the shore across from Baal Zephon. Then Pharaoh will think the Israelites are confused. They are trapped in the wilderness. And once again, I will harden Pharaoh's heart and he will chase after you. I have planned this in order to display my glory through Pharaoh and his whole army. After this, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites camped there as they were told. And the Egyptians pursue Israel. When the word, I'm sorry, when word reached the king of Egypt that the Israelites had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds. What have we done, letting all those Israelites slaves get away? They, they asked. So Pharaoh harnessed his chariot and called up his troops. He took with him 600 of Egypt's best chariots along with the rest of the chariots of Egypt, each with its commander. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, so he chased after the people of Israel, who had left with fists raised in defiance. The Egyptians, the Egyptians chased after them with all the forces in Pharaoh's army, all his horses and chariots, his charioteers and his troops. The Egyptians caught up with the people of Israel as they were camped beside the shore near Pi-ha-hiroth, across from Baal-zephon. As Pharaoh approached, the people of Israel looked up and panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord, and they said to Moses, Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. 
Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Escape through the Red Sea. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they will charge in after the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. Then the angel of the Lord, I'm sorry, the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. The cloud settled between the Egyptian and Israelite camps. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and Israelites did not approach each other all night. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with walls of water on each side. Then the Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers, uh, chased them into the middle of the sea. But just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. Let's get out of here, away from these Israelites, the Egyptians shouted. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. When all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord said to Moses, Raise your hand over the sea again. Then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and their chariots and charioteers. So as the sun began to rise, Moses raised his hand over the sea and the water rushed back into its usual place. The Egyptians tried to escape, but the Lord swept them into the sea. Then the waters returned and covered all the chariots and charioteers, the entire army of Pharaoh. Of all the Egyptians who had chased the Israelites into the sea, not a single one survived. But the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground, as the water stood up like a wall on both sides. That is how the Lord rescued Israel from the, from the hand of the Egyptians that day. And the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washed up on the seashore. When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant, Moses. All right. Well, let's see. What did we highlight today? For me, uh, I started off in uh, verses 1 and 2. Uh, when the Lord gave the instructions to Moses, uh, he ordered the Israelites to turn back and camp by, I don't know what that name is, Pi-ha-hirath, between Migdal and the sea. Uh, and then, of course, uh, 
Pharaoh's going to think that the Israelites don't know where they're going and that they're lost out in the desert. Uh, so these Israelites camped there as they were told. And so I marked down that they were being obedient, you know, doing what God told them to do. And then, of course, Pharaoh and his officials realize, oh, my goodness, what the heck did we do here? Uh, we've let all of our slaves go. We need to go get them. So Pharaoh harnessed his chariot and called up his troops. He took with him 600 of Egypt's best chariots along with the rest of the chariots of Egypt, each with its commander. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, so he chased after the people of Israel who had left with their fists raised in defiance. So Pharaoh's going after him. Uh, and then down in uh, verse 9 towards the end, the Egyptians caught up with the people of Israel as they were camped beside the shore near Pi-ha-hirath, uh, across from Baal-Zephon. As Pharaoh approached, now the people of Israel are going to freak out, and they panicked, and they cry out to the Lord, and they said to Moses, Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? You know, why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this is going to happen? You know, they're all a bunch of naysayers now, not believing that God's going to take care of them. And then Moses in chapter 13 says, you know, don't be afraid. He's trying to calm them down. Just stand by and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today, they're never going to be seen again. And the Lord will fight for you. Just stay calm. Calm down. Don't worry. You know, just relax. Now, when you got your enemy right behind you, I'm sure that's really a hard thing to do. I can't imagine it. I, I really can't. Uh, but then the Lord says to Moses, this is so funny. It's kind of like, what are you standing there for? You know, uh, pick up your staff, you know, tell the people, get moving, you know, get their stuff and get on moving. So pick up your staff, raise your hand over the sea, divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. I'm going to harden the hearts of the Egyptians. Uh, my great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh. Uh, when my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will uh, see my glory and know that I am the Lord. They're, everybody's going to know. He is God. He is the Lord. Then the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp uh, in order to stand between Pharaoh's troops and the Israelites. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the light, up the night. But the Egyptians and the Israelites did not approach each other. They didn't, you know, because they had the fire in between them. Then Moses raises his hand over the sea, and the Lord opens a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night. So it didn't just happen. You know, God, you know, he opened up the sea, and then he blows the, the wind to dry up the, the ground. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with the walls of water on each side. Then the Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers, chased them into the middle of the sea. But just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw their forces into confusion, twisting the wheels, you know, making it hard to drive. And of course, the Egyptians you know, oh my gosh, we need to get out of here and get away from these Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them and against Egypt. Well, 
God has been doing that this whole time through all the plagues. So how do they not, you know, know this? Um, when all, well, of course, because God has, you know, hardened their hearts. When all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord says to Moses, raise your hand over the sea again. Then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and their chariots and charioteers. So Moses raises his hands, water rushes in, covers all, you know, sweeps the Egyptians into the sea. And the waters return, covering all the chariots and charioteers, the entire army, and not one survived. Not one Egyptian survived. Uh, but the people of Israel have walked through perfectly fine, no problem. All 600,000 plus, you know, children, women, animals, the whole kit and caboodle. Everybody got across. Uh, and uh, this is how the Lord rescued Israel from the hand of the Egyptians that day. And when the people of Israel, this is verse 31, when the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses. I mean, this is God showing all of his power. All, you know, in in a 20, it looks, sounds to me like in a 24-hour period, but I, I don't know exactly, uh, but that's what it seems like to me. So here we are. The Egyptians are getting on board. They're seeing, you know, that God is, is the mighty God, and he is there for, for his chosen people. Well, that's it for today. Uh, I've run a little bit long, uh, but I'm glad that we did because this was a good chapter. It always is. Uh, but I will not leave you without saying the prayer of salvation. We definitely don't want to do that. So if you have not made uh, Lord uh, Jesus Lord of your life, if you have not uh, accepted him into your heart, uh, today is your day. I will lead that um, prayer. Uh, it's not between me and you, it's between you and God. So if you feel like God is calling you, you need to do what God, you know, just like the, the, the Israelites, you know, get on board for what God has in store because uh, Jesus is uh, living a, a Christ-led life is amazing. So I'm going to say the prayer, say it with me if you would like to, and if you're um, already a believer, feel free to say it as well. Let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in your son, Jesus. I am not perfect, but I, and I know that I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him into my heart, into my life, and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Welcome into the family of Christ. Uh, it's an amazing life. Celebrate today. Mark it in your Bible that today was the day you accepted Jesus so that you have a record of it. Put it on your calendar on your phone so you're reminded of it every year. Uh, but um, tell somebody, get to a pastor, get to a church, and uh, start navigating through the next chapter of your life. This is an amazing time for you. Uh, we always suggest you get part of a ministry or a Bible study, but start living for Jesus because that's uh, what God, you know, requires of us. So uh, 
that's it for today. Uh, God bless you. I don't know what time of day it is that you are getting to watch, whether it's morning, noon, or night. Uh, but I'm just glad that you were able to uh, do that. And um, I'm just grateful for all those of you out there listening. And uh, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be able to do this. So God bless you. Take care. Have a good night. Good afternoon. And I will see you tomorrow.